1: soccer players will make you gay. I'll say that on the pod.
0: (laughs) It's not rugby.
1: That's not, like, people aren't talking about the gay agenda being soccer players making all of us gay. That's the real lesbian agenda. Well,
0: this... It has been a long time coming, I think you will agree. Um, Holy shit, (laughs) y'all. Welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. Um, You may be like, I'm sorry, what? You still are around, you exist. Um, Your last episode came out in August and then we heard nothing from you. It was the worst ghosting of my life. I do apologize. I have ghosted in the past and that's not okay. I am learning and working on it in therapy. So long story short, let me backtrack for you a little bit. Um, Last episode came out on August 3rd and then I got married and fucking went to Edinburgh for a month for the Fringe Festival and with all the hope of recording in Scotland. um, And let me tell you that Edinburgh was one of the most exhausting um, experiences of my life. Um, It was amazing. It's Uh, a lot of pros, a lot of cons. Um, I will do it again, would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, Maybe not a full run next time, but definitely planning on doing it again. But it just completely derailed me. Um, We had... I had no time. If I was not flyering or performing, I was sleeping. Um, and then the last week, it truly just – my whole body gave out and I literally, TMI, trigger warning, about to talk about poops, had IBS for seven to eight days straight. It was awful. It was the last seven days. Like truly pooping in some of the most disgusting toilets of my life, like in between like people's sets on my show. It was awful um one time i was like hanging out with someone that i come to see the show and i was like oh excuse me i just gotta go to the bathroom real quick and she was like yeah i'll come with you and i was like please do not come please do not come these are open bathrooms you will know immediately that i'm shitting and it's gonna smell so bad it's gonna smell so bad then got back right and um could not find myself rested um i promise there's actually an episode too i'm just telling you what's happened um it took weeks to get back on a normal um on on this time zone. I guess because I actually like acclimated to um to Europe time. Anywho, it doesn't matter. And then it was time to make a lot of changes and move forward, right? And then I just kind of I don't know how to put it. I just kind of got Maybe stressed, but this unfortunately was put on the back burner again. As I figured out some things to make sure that that does not happen in the future, we are going forward. Um, I'm super excited. We will be going to back to two episodes a month rather than every week, um, which I think will just for the moment be a little bit better for my schedule. And then you'll actually get episodes and not me disappearing for five months. Um, I'm super excited for the episode you're about to listen to. It was actually recorded in. October. October? No, in September. And if you don't know time, it's January. I am recording this intro outro, my little spiel, on January 4th, um, even though this is going to come out weeks later. Um, so to be honest, I actually don't remember much of the episode. I remember I had a great time. Um, uh, this guest, Kendall Payne, is fucking hilarious. I love her. She has toured with Awkward Sex in the City. She has a great show with Jessica Henderson called Slumber Party which is in Union Hall, I'm sorry, at Union Hall in New York City. If you're ever in town, it's a monthly show, definitely go. Um and then also we're expanding like awkward sex in the city is expanding by a lot we've always toured the east coast but we are now going full west coast all over the nation our first and the first time i've ever been to the west coast to seattle on january 28th so if you are in seattle if you listen for me from washington or maybe oregon i don't know how do the states over there work are they small are they tiny is it easy to drive through i know they're um, come on, come on down. We can't wait to see you. Um, I'm super excited for this year. This year, 2023, holy shit, I've been sick. Sorry if I sound different um, for the past like week and a half. A generic cold, too, which kind of also pisses me off, which is like, I forgot how bad, not bad, I'm being a baby, how annoying a generic cold is. Um, and I forgot where it's going with this but just we're very excited to be back. We're very excited for what 2023 has to come for us. And I saw a TikTok where this girl said she heard people saying, um, I'm so lucky. Everything works out for me. And they say that every day and then they get really lucky. And she was like, y'all, I said it. And then she said all these great things that happened to her that day. So y'all, we are so lucky and everything works out, um, including this hiatus. It was definitely good to pause and reset and figure out how to go forward. And I'm really excited for this and for the episodes and And for you guys to be here and be back and maybe even meet y'all at some live shows. I hope you're just as excited as me. I'm super excited. This is, again, probably one of my way longer, longer, longer um, intros. But I cannot wait for you to hear my convo with uh, Kendall and myself. And I will see you on the other side. Cool.
1: (laughs) well great i'm happy to be on the pod thanks for having me oh my god of course long time
0: no see it might have been since slumber party i know it's been
1: it's been a a hot minute Mm -hmm. um how's your summer been um chaotic in a very
0: good way we got married and then we went over and did um edinburgh i forgot you got
1: married oh my god i haven't seen you since you got married that's so exciting oh my god truly the
0: same exact thing as right, we've been okay.
1: together for quite quite some time, right?
0: Yeah, eight years. But it was very funny. Yeah. I, we definitely had family be like, well, now it all changes. And it's like,
1: I don't really think it
0: does.
1: Yeah, I feel like people say that. But like, I mean, I can't speak from experience because I've never been married. Um, but <laughs> I feel like uh, it would, if you've been together for a while, it's sort of like, yeah, we've been doing this. Maybe people's mindset changes, but I feel like that's a very heteronormative like sort of uh, like old school ideal that like marriage changes everything because people used to get married so young. Like people got married when they were like 26 and they were like, I don't know, fucking around. And then like, we're like, we're settling down and now everything's changing. But if you're like getting married at like a reasonable age, um. <laughs> Right. Like you've been together for a while. You're not like, I don't know. I think it's different.
0: No, I agree. Like you said, you saying that I think my parents were got married at 20 and 22. Right. Like, yeah, I didn't know who the fuck I was at 20 or 22. I still don't like hitting. Right. And then you're like forced
1: to live with another person and like deal with all your shit that you haven't dealt with yet. Mm hmm
0: yeah that's the hardest thing I think the hardest thing is moving in together with someone because those first couple months are intense like have you ever lived with a significant other
1: no I've never lived with a partner but I could imagine uh that it would be a lot and I think I have specifically I've wanted to but then like sort of held off in moments where I was just like yeah I don't know if our, our relationship is ready for that um and then in the end it wasn't and I'm glad we didn't move it together
0: so <laughs> yeah it's intense and it's the dumbest fights like we got into a legit fight about um uh putting the toilet seat down and right. and he never did and he was like you never said anything at my apartment about this and I was like yeah because that was your fucking apartment like this right. is our apartment now like so true. I, don't, I don't want that I want to ass fall into like wet toilet water you know like i just not in my apartment i respect the rules of your apartment when we're not there um but
1: no i can't imagine being with a man and having to (laughs) share a space with a man that i commend you for that as a bisexual icon it's iconic that you can sort of make that happen um (laughs) you can do can't choose who you fall in love with and I get that sometimes it's a man but for me it would be very difficult to swallow that pill
0: yeah yeah I and I get that and it was it definitely was hard and definitely had to read a lot of articles of like how to do this and now he's like a fucking gem and has been and like does all the dishes and like cooks when I'm like doing podcast recordings very it's very split down the middle which I have to say I will give my parents that even though we disagree on a lot of things the way that they handled um the house it was very 50 50 it was never the the wife had to to work and take care of the kids and do this it was very yeah. right down the middle which I respect and I was like well that's what I want like I need to know I have someone like that but in a lot of ways it's definitely it's jarring at first when you first move in with um with a dude as a straight dude um yeah. Aaron listens to the podcast and he's gonna be like it wasn't that bad and He's gonna be like mm-hmm he still don't does.
1: To, you know not all men right um, <laughs> no I'm sure he's a lovely he's a lovely guy but I think sharing a space with anyone would be difficult but let alone mm-hmm. you know, a man could be difficult um <laughs> but yeah it's weird like sharing it just just in general I think being in a relationship you really have to examine like hard parts of hard truths about yourself like I was talking to my mm-hmm. girlfriend about this recently about like how it is difficult to like constantly be observed and sort of like you're like <laughs> basically having your like somebody else observe what you're doing and have feelings about what you're doing is sometimes hard I think
0: <laughs> oh yeah no and like I I watch a lot I watch everything and everyone and that's a lot and intense and truly I think I was talking about him with the other like I was talking about with Aaron the other day because when he texts he's he looks so serious it looks so like something bad happened and I was like oh my god like who died and I'll be like turns out he was looking up like 12 best Sneaker spray for New York City because he just got like a, a, a nice pair of sneakers that he was like oh I have to take care of these but he'll look like someone just died like staring at no, it and I'm just true. like what's going on and to your point like that's so unfair to be like why are you acting like why do you look like this like that's literally it why do you in look your own like home why well, do you look home? like this
1: in your own home exactly <laughs> no no it's hard it's hard
0: and there's still things that you hide like I I think I talked about some podcasts before I like to dance like alone in my bedroom like that is that yeah a yeah, big way that I like to um uh stress relief and I, I was like you can never see this and he's like tried to and it's like if you do that if you break that trust like fuck you like you know what I mean he's like
1: he's got like a peephole he like is making sure he can catch you down
0: our old apartment our like bedroom door didn't like catch it's um it. Oh, no. Sorry, Did I lose I
1: lost- you? Yeah, I lost you for a second, but I think we're back.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. It happens with Zoom technology. It does. Our old apartment door didn't fully, like our bedroom door didn't fully lock. Like it would get jammed. And if I wasn't paying attention, if I had my music on loudly, he would, because he'd always try to knock first and then he'd open it, and I'd be like, wow, 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 wow. Like you don't need to see me twerking to thought shit by myself in some weird like imaginary world I've created for myself while I do this like that's like you can't do that and like I know he definitely has to hide things from me too you know like you're just human
1: no it's true I love to dance naked I feel like if I was like intruded on in that space that would be very difficult for me Mm -hmm. like (laughs) I would be like whoa that is a very sacred
0: yeah, space. we have like yeah. all of the sacred things you do, and there's like weird ones. Like everyone has weird food things that they do. Yeah, that they don't
1: want other people to see. For me, also, like this is awkward sex podcast. Uh, this is the perfect time to bring this up. For me, also, like I so I lived with my ex. We like when the pandemic hit, not to bring that into the space, but <laughs> um also someone got co- I'm a ADD So I'll bring this up. But somebody, I'll get back to it. Somebody told me today that they got COVID, and I was like how vintage of you um I was like that's is that still around um so cute but um when the pandemic hit I was in a relationship with my ex and we ended up like fleeing New York and we went to to stay um in Seattle where my parents lived at the time and I didn't I didn't grow up in Seattle and like I don't know anyone in Seattle and so it was like and we stayed we like lived together for like three months in Seattle and it was like, so I've never lived with a partner like officially, but we did, I did have that like three month stint where we lived together. And for me, like the, the hardest thing was like masturbating. I was like, I feel like such a perv masturbating in bed next to you. And also I feel like a perv hiding in the bathroom to masturbate and it's like they were like super cool about it and weren't like oh you need to hide this from me or like what they were like you can masturbate it's okay like but I was like I no, it feels weird to me like where so that for me is I think would be the hardest thing moving in with someone is like masturbating and feeling like comfortable masturbating
0: oh yeah because it's such an intimate thing like it's not you're right. not mutually masturbating you're just like masturbating by yourself and
1: and mutual masturbation is great but like sometimes yeah. you need your own masturbation and that I always feel like such a perp like I'm like hiding or something it's weird,
0: oh you know? oh no you can not weird at all and then when you do start living with someone you can make it part of like your kink like I'll do a thing where like Aaron is in the apartment and I'm like I don't I'm not into like the whole like rigmarole of like you know pure sex with someone else because then you have to also care about the other person not that right. i don't but I you just want to want get to
1: care about me yeah
0: mm-hmm. so then it can be a whole thing of like oh what if they catch me like keep the door open <laughs> like you learn to have okay. fun with it but it is hard at first it definitely is yeah, that's like that's a
1: good
0: one yeah like okay. where to do it
1: like ooh, oh no i'm gonna get caught <laughs>
0: yeah and then also like some people like to use masturbation to like fall asleep so it's like what if you're restless you can't fall asleep you had a rough night where do you go like if your partner next to you is asleep um I will tell full disclosure I have definitely masturbated near different like boyfriends before uh and it's just like mm, yeah do you gotta do like
1: no I'm I've done it don't get me wrong (laughs) with permission but like it it I just I feel weird about it
0: Oh, yeah, because it's also, like,
1: no one needs to, not that I don't. It's such a vulnerable and weird thing to, like, mutual masturbation even is different than, like, masturbating on your own, because when you're doing it mutually, it's, like, it is performative, and there's, like, a sort of rhythm to it, and that can be really fun, and I do really love mutual masturbation, but, like, masturbating on your own is just (laughs) such a, like, (laughs) sick fucking vulnerable thing (laughs) you're like I don't want I don't know that I need someone to catch me doing that not that I'm doing anything weird when I'm masturbating for the record um (laughs) what if I was like I don't know like I'm doing it right now yoga (laughs) doing it right now I'm fucking what was that guy that got caught masturbating on zoom um with and then got fired the news guy there was some news guy oh my god I feel like I, I should know. know that. I wish I knew the reference uh, I wish I had it on hand for the pod but someone listening will know what I'm talking about there was like a news anchor I guess or something and when the pandemic first hit he was like on zoom and he like was off camera and then I guess like accidentally went on camera while he was masturbating. reading he got fired
0: that, that is my biggest fear because I love to like like, I'll get, like, you know, like, boobs it, like, boob whiteheads it. So, if I'm, like, waiting for, like, a meeting to start, like, and, like, the lighting is good and I can, like, get in they there. get in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, worst fear. I was, like, legit doing that before I
1: was waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> was hitting good so funny. Oh, That's yeah. so funny. No, okay. it's true. I do the weirdest. Thing. Like, working from home is so weird and, like, I go off camera a lot and, like, Especially, I, I actually sprained my ankle recently, which really sucked. Um, but I had to, like, be in bed with my foot propped up a bunch. Um, and I was just, like, taking meetings from bed for a while. And I, I got to the point where I was so lazy I wasn't even putting clothes on before these meetings. And I was like, what if I accidentally hit the camera on and, like, I'm just, I'm done. It's the end. If I hit camera, if my dog hits camera on, God forbid, it's oh over. God. It's over. I'm done. Oh, my God. Not yeah, good.
0: It's only happened. It's happened to me twice. Once with my mom, on like I was like accidentally FaceTimed her um, with my chin, and I wasn't wearing a shirt. It was like summer, uh, <laughs> but she didn't see anything. And then one time, I like oh, I like DM with my friend in Germany a lot because he lives in Germany, and yeah. I was like going to the bathroom, but like I don't wear clothes like at night. I just wear underwear. So I was like DMing him, and then accidentally called him, and I was like, oh my god, like I was like I'm like fully naked, like oh my god, yeah, scariest moment of my life. Oof, nothing happened he didn't pick up and I was like that was a mistake not trying to like dm you right now dm facebook dm instagram call you right that,
1: now. that's a different type of call that's a different type of call yep nope. <laughs> <laughs> um have you ever facetime are you have you ever like facetime fucked someone are you a? Uh, uh, have you virtual fucked
0: I have so not facetime fucked but I was very into chat roulette and oh. very into that very like into mutual masturbation got me honestly through like a breakup and what you would do so two things happen one you could just show everything on chat roulette and usually you get flagged and i got flagged a lot and i've talked about this before and the way you get like unbanned is two things you can like wait a week depending on like the severity of your bands or okay. you can be the person that bans people and you have to hit a quota so like your first band you've been banned once you have to like go they give you like
1: wait so you were just just like showing up and showing people your tits just random I mean not just like random you get to the like you're like oh you you immediately
0: figure out like what you do you, talk what to do you people. want yeah right. okay, okay right,
1: right. see when I was on chat roulette Relo- it was like I was a child and I was like fully just like clicking through and then seeing the occasional dick and being like ah but, oh my god. Kendall, how old are you? <laughs> I'm young. um I'm 28. Okay. Oh my god. I'm not you're that sister, young. You're still younger was, than me. Okay. But when I was on chat roulette, I was like a teen. I wasn't a child, like, but I was like a teenager, oh, and yeah. I was like doing it with my friends as like a joke at night. But I didn't realize people were like using it fully for
0: yeah, like, sex with like, strangers. Oh yeah, you've totally may have seen my tits at one point on chat roulette wow. and not realized it. But that
1: could be our origin story. We don't
0: even know. <laughs> Normally, um, you would because you get caught really quickly on Charlotte yeah. They have so many people banned watching you and then clicking to ban you so they can get back on to do the same shit. But um, so you usually like exchange like Skype numbers and then you get on Skype and then you like mutually masturbate.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, and it was it was fascinating. Yeah, it was very fascinating okay. to it. Okay, go off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have, i'm shook to my absolute core no i am like shook i'm like okay good cool that's awesome
0: <laughs> I, I'm I gonna had, give off that vibe but it's definitely like definitely into that
1: no that's sick i have facetime fucked one person but it's this guy that i used to fuck in college Ooh, she fucked a guy Ooh. um bisexual icon a bisexual icon um, I I like it's so funny. I used to fuck men a lot more, but I think it was just out of like, it was just like uh, in college I came out and then there was like no lesbians and I was like, okay, well I'm gonna fuck someone. Yeah. Um, and also like I don't identify as bi, but I do like to dominate a man if I can, you know. And like, that's just, I would never date a man, like no offense, but I definitely have fucked a few men in my life and I, have enjoyed some of them. Um, but I used to fuck this guy in college who like, we just had this like ongoing sort of thing where like, it was very much, it wasn't like a dom sub relationship by any means in like the terms of like the BDSM community and like what they're doing. But it was like, I was like definitely the top. And mm-hmm. he was definitely the bottom, and like don't want to put him on blast, but he was, and um, like my type in men is like Twinkie gay boy who is that is straight, but like they're definitely gay, but they like think they're straight still. That was my type in men,
0: <laughs> and I know that type exactly. Like you know, I know exactly, exactly who you know I mean. About. Yeah, yes,
1: like Twinkie, like lanky boy who's like I'm straight and you're like okay you're fucking me so you're obviously not um
0: (laughs) and you're like I'm fucking you so you're obviously not
1: so you're obviously not um but yeah I uh I like fucked him a lot like not a lot but like on and off for a couple years and then I like uh just had I moved away and hadn't seen him but um I started like uh in my last relationship we were open and I was like exploring sexting him just because I was like, we just like, I talked about it with my partner and I was like, yeah, I kind of want to like sex this guy. Like he's so annoying. And I, I really don't like him, (laughs) but I want, I kind of just like, there's something really like fun about this and I want to explore this. It kind of came up because I like went back to college for like an, an alumni event and I saw him and I, so then I, like FaceTime fucked him once and it was really hot but then I was like I don't think I need to continue this relationship <laughs> um so anyway that was a really long-winded story that amounted to nothing but no, I, it was great. it was fun but it was also like horribly humiliating at the same time which is why I oh, think it would so. be really fun I think it would be really fun to do it with strangers because it's just like I think it's a very vulnerable thing to do with someone that you don't really know that well like I don't know this guy very well and I like don't I hope he never hears this um I don't really like him very much um and like he's just kind of that it's just kind of (laughs) um (laughs) but I'm like he's never gonna see this I'm like I don't know why I'm pretending like he will um but yeah I don't know it was just like kind of one of those things where I was like I don't know if I need to do that with somebody that I kind of know I feel like I would do it with like a partner or someone I was like really intimate and close with I would be like 100% down to and I think I have actually with my current girlfriend I think we did she's over there I don't know if she's listening (laughs) um (laughs) but I don't I don't think I would do it with like someone that I only kind of half know again but a stranger could be hot
0: yeah, I'm very into strangers in that sense. Like, it is – I definitely take so away a lot of the pressure because you're not trying yeah. to, like, um, impress them anymore because it's, like, you're never going to see them again either, too, you know? Okay. Um, and then sometimes, like, sex with somebody you don't like is fun. Like, I definitely had to do, like, that in college where it was, like – I think we both, like, couldn't stand each other, but we were both hot and we were, like,
1: well, we have to do this. Like, we yeah. have to fuck. Yeah. Um, Uh, (laughs) no I think sex with someone you don't like is incredibly hot especially when you're like dominating them and you're like fuck you um it's awesome
0: oh yeah oh my god he (laughs) was this guy was so I I was so mean I I i'd call him dumb like to his face and like to our friends because we had like mutual groups it was so we would just like be so mean to each other and then in the middle of the night when i was would be drunk and be like what are you doing right now and it's like well you're about to fuck me that's what's gonna happen and then that,
1: no that's literally the exact relationship that i had with this guy yeah
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah did you if you don't want me asking did you have sex with a um with a dude or a, a lady
1: first I had sex as a man first. I lost my virginity, if you want to, whatever. Mm, I know, yeah, that's like whatever a, it is, you know. Um, but I lost my virginity uh, in when I was in college. I was a freshman in college, and I—it's uh, actually a fun story. I—I I think I have told, or you might have heard it. I did it at the show. You might not have heard it, but okay, I'll tell you the story. Um, I was. A freshman in college and I knew that I was gay at this point so I like oh yes. yeah you I do remember this, this. It's a yeah good story. but I'll tell it for the pod because it's a good story um but I I knew that I was gay already I I basically I figured out I was gay in my senior year of um high school when I met this girl and she was like became my best friend instantly you know the cliche lesbian sort of teen drama um best friends instantly and then um she was like yeah I'm I'm bi and I was like okay me too I'm in love with you (laughs) um and she was like okay I don't know if it's sort of that for me but um (laughs) and then we had like sort of this like weird friendship slash like kind of dating but not really um relationship for like a couple months and then it ended really suddenly because she didn't really like me she was still hung up on her college uh or sorry her ex-girlfriend from high school she was like out at her school she went to the girls school in my city at the the all-girls school and they had like out gay people there which was like very scandalous to me because I was like so deeply in the closet and there was no gay people at my school Um, but she had dated someone the year before and then that person had gone off to college. So she was like still in love with that girl that had gone off to college. But then I was sort of like around. Yeah, it was, it's kind of sad. (laughs) I know. I'm so sad. (laughs) So it's fine. I'm doing great now. But at the time. The way you said that, I'm doing great. I'm doing great now. Um, I've had some really hot partners since so we can all relax. Um. (laughs) My girlfriend is way out of my league so hot so you know you guys can chill out um, <laughs> but I was deeply de- devastated at the time in high school and um yeah she uh, she just didn't really like me and eventually I was like I can't do this anymore like I feel insane and I, and we like ended things and then I remember my mom was like uh, I guess I'll name drop or whatever it doesn't matter um, <laughs> well, we can call her Sarah. Let's call her Sarah. My mom was like, um, "What, what happened to Sarah? Like, you guys are best friends. Like, why, why don't you guys hang out anymore?" And I was like, "I don't want to talk about it." it's Like, we had a falling out. Um, oh, and it was no. really, it was really funny when she eventually realized what was going on, but it took a couple of years before she she found out. <laughs> um but anyway I just found out I was gay in high school but I had this like horrible devastating thing and like it didn't really amount to anything so I get to college and I'm like I'm gonna be gay in college but first but for some reason I had this like toxic mindset where I was like oh if I come out like once I come out like I can't go back Like, right? I guess, like, I just didn't really understand that even, like, bisexual people even existed. Like, I was just coming to terms with the fact that gay people existed. Like, Mm -hmm. I grew up in the South. I just didn't, like, it, it was not talked about. Like, being queer in any way, shape, or form was not talked about. And so I was, like, I very much was, like, I... And it's funny that I don't identify as bisexual or really sleep with men anymore. But, like, at the time, I was, like, if I if I, like, come out, I can't go back, so I need to, like, I was, like, I need to have, sleep with a man just to see, like, what, be what sure. it's all about, right? And so I was, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep with a man, like, I made it my mission, like, I, I was, like, tonight, tonight, I'm gonna sleep with a man, it doesn't matter who it is, and I was going out clubbing with my ultimate frisbee team, which is, like, the gayest thing I've ever heard, the gayest, it's like you're on an Ultimate Frisbee team, babe. You're gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're surprised how many straight people were on that team. That's actually um, true.
0: My friend from Germany is a dude on Ultimate Frisbee. And he takes it very seriously. And I'm pretty sure he's straight. I'm pretty sure. No, there's
1: a lot of straight people that play Ultimate Frisbee. You would be shocked. Would I take shocked. it back. I take back my previous statement. But, <laughs> but, uh, it is very gay. It is very gay. But it's not rugby. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have joined rugby. But, um, that one's was though. I know, right? I was, like, I don't know if I can get, like, pummeled. Um, I'm athletic, but I'm not, like, uh, I'm not, like, that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Carolyn is a Yes, he did.
0: She did it, and she, like, broke her
1: knee. Yeah, no. Rugby's yeah. intense. Very intense. Um, but, anyway, I was going out with my old Christmas team, and I was, um, like, tonight's the night. I... Put on my pencil skirt which like do you remember those pencil skirts that were like mm-hmm. really big and like I don't know the mid 2010s yeah I had an like, um,
0: express like gray yeah. yeah I was like I'm a business lady going out
1: it was like my go-to outfit like I would wear like a pencil skirt and like a like button-down shirt that would hang over it it honestly it was like it was my thing for like a year <laughs> um and I put on a pencil skirt and I, um, I went to this club and I got really, really drunk. Um, sorry, okay. my dog is in the um you know, who is here actually, um, the famous Jessica Henderson, but she has promised to be quiet.
0: Oh my God. Um, that's
1: so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway, okay. Back to the story. So I had my pencil skirt on and I, uh, basically I was like, I'm going to, sleep with whoever and I just got like really drunk and I gave my phone keys and wallet to my friend's boyfriend Connor who's like my the iconic street man of this story um and he because I had a pencil skirt on so I didn't have any pockets so yeah. I was like where am I gonna put my stuff but I forgot I got so drunk that I forgot to tell anyone that I was like leaving and I forgot my phone keys and wallet and I went home with this guy his name was Shake um like, he like was a like milkshake a, yes he was okay. like a <laughs> he was like a twinkie small like Indian man um and he was a senior at my school and he lived in um like the the senior dorm or whatever like he had his own room in the senior dorm and I had sex with him and then I uh remember I went downstairs to the and I went to the bathroom in the lobby bathroom and I like this is disgusting, but it's awkward sex podcast. I like peed out a bunch of blood because like I had broken. My fucking yeah. Oh, no. And then I was like, I was still so drunk. And I was like, wandering around aimlessly. I like, and I get to, I like wander back to my dorm. And I like somehow get in I didn't have my wallet. So I didn't have my like ID card to get into the dorm. I think I must have bribed the doorman. I don't know. Or I like, ran in I have no idea and then I went upstairs to this to my dorm room where my friends were all because they had like gotten in where my roommates uh my roommates had let them in because they were all worried about me um and I opened the I swing open the door and I'm like I just lost my virginity to a man and also I'm gay and they were all <laughs> like and they were all like we thought you were dead like we thought you were dead. We have your phone, keys and wallet and we were convinced that you were a goner. Um so yeah, that's my virginity story. Damn. That's a yeah. good
0: one. That's yeah. awesome.
1: So it was a fun one and then I came out and then I just kind of kept sleeping with with men and all my friends were kind of like aren't you gay? And I was like I don't know. It's oh hard God. to say. <laughs> <laughs> There just, like, weren't a lot of... I actually did fuck one girl on the rugby team, I will say. Okay. Um, but she was really ugly and then randomly got, like, married the next year. She was, like, 19 and got married. And That's I was a- like, okay. So, anyway.
0: That's why she with got
1: a married. Few, yeah. I slept with a few women in college, but not uh, not as many as probably... If, if I had to net out how many men versus women I slept with in college, I think it would be fairly even. Which is kind of shocking to people that know me because I'm incredibly butch dyke. Not that butch dykes can't be bisexual, but, you know, I guess it's less common.
0: <laughs> um, it is hard, right? Because everyone's like, everyone wants to put everyone in like a label, in a box. Yeah. Even with all the, you know, the terms and sexualities we have. They're like, but we need to go like with, we got to go further now. Everyone's like, what's your type? Who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Things like that.
1: Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would sleep with a a man now that I like and swimming in pussy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel? I was talking about someone
0: actually at work about this. I was like schooling them on the term gold star lesbian. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's not like it's not an okay term because it's, you know, perpetuating this idea. Oh, is it not okay? I always thought it wasn't because it means, like, you haven't had sex with a man, like, ever. Right. And so True. I always thought that was, like, derogatory because that's so unfair to, like, have, like, a different tier of lesbian. When, like, a lot of people figure out, like, you know, like, you eat peas and you're like, oh, I don't like peas. Like, you have dick. and You're like, oh, I don't like dick, you know? So it's so unfair to be like, well, this one's a gold star and this one's a B-minus lesbian. Now That's as-
1: so funny I feel like for me the only time I've heard that use that term use is when people are like pridefully using it about themselves yes like oh I'm a gold star lesbian which I think is very funny to me personally (laughs) that's how it came up
0: it was like someone in our circle was like saying that and it was like that's like actually not like that's douchey. That's douchey to do that. But you're right. People only use it when they're talking about themselves. And it's like, what are you trying to prove right now? Like, like
1: well, I think I do I I disagree. I think it's okay to say, but okay. I think I'll disagree just because I feel like it's it's like a personal thing. Like if somebody was saying it like against other people being like, if there was like a word for not being a gold star, then I would like agree with you. But I feel like if you're saying it about yourself, it's fine.
0: Okay. Okay. That's my look, take.
1: That's my problematic take of the no, day.
0: Which is no. No. <laughs> I'm going to go a little further. How? Okay. If you dated someone, uh-huh. say your partner, like you met your partner, was like, I can never do penetrative sex on myself or my partner because, like, I just don't ever want to do that. That's okay. another. That's another thing I've heard too, where it's just like they're like, I just, I just don't want that. It's too. It's too, like, phallic out <laughs> your face. Yeah, right? Like, it's... Well,
1: some- but I guess, I mean, I've never heard that, but I guess you're asking, like, what I would do if that happened to me, if somebody said that to me?
0: Yeah, if someone was, like, hey, because, like, you know, I one, I don't know what you like in bed, so, uh, like, if someone was, like, hey, I could never, like, you know, put on a strap on and do some stuff, or... Right, put any type of like vibe dildo inside of you. Like, I just can't do that. It's not how I see myself as a lesbian. It's too man like. Like, would that be like a deal breaker for
1: you, or would you be like, oh, I get it? No, I don't think it would be a deal breaker, but I do think that's something like somebody has like a like a blockage that maybe they should work on in therapy. But mm-hmm. I would—I don't think I would say that to someone's face, maybe right away. But <laughs> Jess is loving. I—I um, <laughs> I feel like I like that's just a preference thing. Like I don't love penetration. It's funny I have had sex with. <laughs> Jess should just be on the. Do right. you like? Like why? Like I don't like penetration. I don't like men.
0: I've had sex with twenty-seven like- dudes. <laughs>
1: that's me that's literally me that is a hundred percent me I if I had to identify as anything that would be me there's a, a little guest spot on the pod um no that's so funny I I don't think it would bug me if somebody said that to me because I feel like that's a personal choice or whatever but like I would say like if we're not sexually compatible I personally love to strap so like it would be hard for me to be with someone that was like anti-strap on a like on a long-term basis, but I also it's like everybody has their preferences. I don't know. If yeah. you don't want a strap, you don't have to strap, and if you don't want the strap, you don't need to have the strap.
0: That's a really good point. I was like, is that yucking someone's yum? But you're right; it's just different preferences. The way you right. said it, started, is, it was very like, oh, okay, well, it's, it's like, well, I like penetration. I guess if you're so. saying
1: it like to someone being like don't bring a phallic and like shaming them about it I feel like then that would bug me but if it's more just like a personal thing where they're like yeah I don't really vibe with that like I don't know maybe somebody had some trauma around it or something there's like yeah not to be too empathetic but you know (laughs) (laughs) no we
0: can absolutely be empathetic for this person this like theoretical person that they're talking about um no okay okay I feel better about gold star lesbian,
1: too. I just always felt like. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I could I see where you're coming from about it. Like if it's like especially if someone really annoying is doing it. But I feel like when I've heard it, it's been like friends or people and it's more like casual. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a gold star lesbian or like with gay men. Have you heard platinum lesbian or platinum gay versus gold star gay? No. Okay, this is a fun one. So gold star gays is never having has had sex with a woman as a gay man, but a platinum gay is never having touched a vagina because you had a C-section <laughs> or you were a C-section baby. <laughs> oh my God. I've not yeah. heard that. That's amazing. So that's a fun, that's a fun one as well. Okay. okay. I don't know. To me, they're like silly terms that like, yes. don't, they're, they're just not that deep, um, but also, I get really annoyed by certain things when like certain people say them. So I don't know who was saying this in your life, but it sounds like they might have been an obnoxious person, and therefore that's where not to therapize you. you but
0: <laughs> I'll tell you off the record. Uh, um, who said it? Yeah, it's not someone you know, but uh, it's it's a lot, and there's more to the story that I feel like you'd be like, mm, okay,
1: yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> but. Okay. Like you with the the guy that you FaceTime sex, you're like, I hope they never hear this. I'm like, I hope they never hear this. Yes, or exactly. Figure out it's them. Um, but yeah, uh, I had something I forgot where I was going to go with it. Um, I love that Jess is just there. Jess is just there. Oh, yeah. That.
1: She's hanging out and my, my girlfriend and her are hanging out, but I told them to be quiet. Oh, no, no. They're great. They're being great. You can't hear them? Can't no, hear not them? at all. I can't okay. hear them at all. How'd you meet your girlfriend? I live in a studio apartment. Um, I met, I've actually known my girlfriend for four years almost. Um, Actually, this is a fun story for the pod. Um, me and my girlfriend have been friends for a while when I met her she was dating someone and then uh they broke up and then by the time they broke up I was dating someone and we were kind of we just sort of like orbited each other for a while but we were like I don't know I was always like I would never date Alicia like in like a really stupid like an obnoxious way I was just like oh yeah like I don't like I'm attracted to her but like we I we could never date (laughs) um and I think she kind of felt the same way. Um, but we were, we just became, like, really good friends. But we always had, like, like I definitely had a crush on her when I first met her. And then she – I know that she also was attracted to me when we first met. But, again, we were just, like, circumstances weren't right. Um, but funny story is that actually me and my ex had a threesome with my current girlfriend <laughs> when, <laughs> when we – when me and my ex were together we actually had two is it okay that i'm spilling this on the pod yeah. we can totally cut it out if she's not into it either no she doesn't care she doesn't care but jessica was making a face I was like
0: <laughs> that reminds me i went to jessica's show um i think it was the first one in an asylum and it was like a front row was a group of like jessica and yours friends and they were like oh yeah, like I don't, the opener was like talking to them and it was like, oh yeah, we used to, like we're dating, but we used to
1: date and now they're good friends. And dude, our friend group is a full chart. Like I'm serious. One of these days I'm going to do a full chart and it doesn't include Jess because Jess is currently threatening me. Um, (laughs) But it is a, there's a huge chart, I would say. Okay, okay.
0: Have you and Jess ever, like, hooked up? Like, been
1: more than friends? No, we've never hooked up. We've never crossed that line. And I don't think either of us, (laughs) yes. Are you kidding me? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. I, I would not cross that line with Jess because we're really good friends and like on obviously I've fucked my friends before I'm not going to lie but there's certain friends that I just have like boundaries with and th- those are mostly like my very very close friends that I'm just like not interested in
0: no i think
1: that's fair <laughs> okay one time I did say that I would maybe fuck Jess fine <laughs> well, Oh, that's true. Jessica said for the listeners, I won't fuck them because I think that they're too much of a top, which Mm. is true. I'm a top through and through. I don't fuck other tops. I have I have fucked other tops, but it's just like the vibes are. not I don't know. I don't want to be anti top, but like for me, I, I love a bottom. I love a bossy bottom and a butch bottom. I'll say that okay
0: okay yeah you've got range
1: <laughs> i've got range well, actually, i don't actually, know about range but uh, i do have a i do have a type i'll say that i have majority other than my ex i have majority dated brunette soccer players
0: dude it's the fucking soccer players that get me every time every time i can't, i thighs. fall hard for a
1: soccer player i i fall hard oh i my don't God. know what it is it's the, you know
0: what it is? Is this what you just said? It's the thighs. It's the thighs. It's the thighs.
1: Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is.
0: It's the thighs. Like 100%. I, so I like realized, I think it was like 2014, I realized that I was like definitely attracted to men and women or like honestly any gender. Um, and it was Emma Willman. I was like obsessed with Emma Willman. I still get very embarrassed being around her because I was so obvious so about how obsessed I was with her. Um, yeah, she's hot. And then I think I started like dating a dude and I was like, oh, maybe I'm not. Like, maybe I'm not bi, I'm dating a dude again. And then it was Aaron. And then it was like, you're like maybe three or four being together. And I was working at Trader Joe's, which is right next to Long Island University. And the female soccer team would come in like every morning to get their like green juices. And I found myself flirting with every single one of them every time. And I was like, oh no, I'm bi. Like I'm bi. And I remember like, Me and a um a a friend of ours who's a gay dude and Aaron were going to like a Pride Month like um dance party and I was just kind of like also I think I'm bi and like I ran away and then Aaron was like what does that mean like are we still together and I was like yeah but also I just like I like girls too and I feel like I was lying to you and it was like (laughs) like a week had gone by and he was like what what do we is this okay and then that was it but it was those fucking Long
1: Island University soccer
0: players got it.
1: Dude, soccer players will make you gay. I'll okay. say that on the like, pod. <laughs> it's not rugby. Li- that's not like people aren't talking about the gay agenda being soccer players making all of us gay. That's the real lesbian agenda. Oh yeah, when when what's your favorite?
0: Was it the Olympics or was it the World Cup? Like the like yeah, the, the, US the US women's team. national
1: team i mean don't even get me started oh, jesus on that. christ every one no. of them i know i it, i'm shook to my core every time i see them <laughs> it's devastating how hot they are um but that that's amazing so you guys so you came out while you were dating aaron i didn't realize that
0: yeah i like I came out in 2014 to some people and then i was yeah. like i kind of did the thing you did where i was like oh am i sure and then i kind of like disappeared again and then i think it was 20s oh. Seventeen or 2018 when I was like oh no 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 this is it and yeah. then it, then you have like uh, a few years where you're like well I'm with a dude I've been with a dude for a long time right do I even tell people like it feels like I'm just trying to be like hey you know look at me and then totally. honestly not until the past a like, year or two did I start feeling more comfortable being like yeah yeah I'm I'm bi I'm pan or bi whatever yeah whichever I'm feeling that day I guess I just think bi sounds cooler than pan
1: Yeah, I agree. All genders. I agree 100%. Also, bi can encompass all genders, so. um, That's true. That is true. Honestly, bisexual is just, like, a hotter title. Sorry to the fangirlies. Sorry to the fangirlies, but (laughs) (laughs) bisexual is deemed hotter, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) It's just, like, a cooler word, to be honest. To be
0: honest, I completely agree. It is
1: Bisexual Awareness Week, isn't it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow.
1: Month? week I think it's
0: week I think we get a week and that's enough and that's like, enough. We're, we're... and let's
1: relax and let's relax a week is enough.
0: that's perfectly <laughs> fine that's all we need um,
1: like, we're just happy to be here we're just happy to be here <laughs> thank you for inviting <laughs> us to the table and we'll be quiet now it's so true <laughs> um my my guys uh I'm recording a podcast <laughs>
0: no I like it it's interactive <laughs>
1: My um my sister is famously bi. Um, oh. I ha- I do have a joke about it. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh yeah, my sister came out. Um, this is actually funny. So to my sister, it's just me and my sister. Uh, like as kids in the family, and uh like we don't have any other siblings. And uh, when I came out to my mom, like, she was super supportive and, and, you know, whatever. But when my sister came out, and this is a true story, I do it as a stand-up joke, but it's 110% exactly what my mother said. My mom, like, saw my sister's Hinge profile as she was, like, on Hinge, and she saw that it said that she was, like, attracted to multiple genders. And my mom was like, "What's what's that about? And my <laughs> sister was like, oh, well, you know, like, yeah, I'm exploring, you know, I'm, like bisexual and my mom was like but you're my straight daughter oh <laughs> and then i said and then i said yeah that's right stay in your fucking lane bitch <laughs> and that's truly my sister's coming out story like i i feel horrible and it's fine now like my mom's obviously like very accepting and whatever but it, we die laughing when we talk about how my mom legitimately was like you're my straight daughter like it's so funny <laughs> oh my god oh my god is she dating anyone right now too my sister is in a long-term relationship with a man. Like every bi woman that I know, no <laughs> every bi woman, man, we are no. You gotta it's... find a straight dude that's like a little gay. That's how yeah, that's how it works. As a bi, not, as a, bi a bi little... lady. I don't want to put that label on him, but he's a <laughs> very sweet, sweet, sweet guy. He, uh, I really like his. Uh, I like him a lot. He's. Um, I think she'll probably marry him. Like he's he's very very sweet, um, and I, and I love him but uh it is funny that she is but you know by women it's like you got two choices or um actually let's not be <laughs> let me not be toxic and say there's two genders relax kendall <laughs> you have multiple choices obviously multiple genders but like i don't know you're gonna some of you are gonna end up with men and we all just need to be okay with that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Including the bi women because we do Including like. Including the bi we're like, women, Is this you guys okay? are hard on
1: yourselves sometimes. It's like it's fine. You're still you're still here. You're you're invited to the party. We're all good. You're invited. That's but I funny. will say there are a lot of toxic lesbians that are biphobic. But I feel like it's it's changing more. I think
0: so too. And I also get. I also get where people are coming from too. Yeah. there's also like I don't want to. I get like toxic by women where it's like right that muck up the works so it's i true i get that i get the animosity and especially i agree i think it's gotten as the years have gone by way more accepting uh yeah. within like the community and things like that
1: yeah i think it's like mostly about just like knowing your place in a community like and knowing this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst most unofficial podcast recording you've done Honestly,
0: no. <laughs>
1: like no. <laughs> she was draining <laughs> for the listeners of the podcast. Uh, if you heard that slurping noise, it was my girlfriend draining this. <laughs> but she did it and then realized it was loud and looked at me like, like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> that was the vibe. She is cooking me dinner currently, so I I should um, be nicer.
0: Oh, that's great. I love this. Yeah, this is girlfriend. This is such a like a beautiful moment. Friend, girlfriend, cooking dinner. Just such an artist right now. I
1: know. I know. I, I, I have a studio apartment. I can't close the door unless I take you into the bathroom, which I could do.
0: Oh, no, we're good. And also, we've almost hit an hour. and That's usually when I'm like, how are like, how are you feeling? Did we miss anything you wanted to talk about?
1: No I mean I think unless you have any questions you know I'm an open book so I will answer any and all questions you have but I've had fun this has been a this has been a wild ride.
0: Yeah and no, it has been great the best ones are always when I look up and I'm like oh it's been an hour and there's yeah. definitely been like I've definitely had a like guess where it's like pulling teeth and I'm like yeah. why did you come why they did you name. say yes
1: name names no oh, well, name names. you can name names afterwards <laughs> oh so, yeah I I feel you no um I'm happy you know me I'm happy to talk any and it. all things sex and dating and love and relationship <laughs>
0: <laughs> when's the next summer party so the audience knows it is 10.
1: October fifth, um, okay. at Union Hall. Uh, at seven, it's doors at seven p.m. and show at seven thirty. Oh shit! Um, it's early now.
0: It used to be ten, yeah. right?
1: Nine. Yeah, we actually might go back to the ten p.m. slot. Um, we found that our audience was maybe a little more of a horny ten p.m. audience than the seven p.m. one, but um, we've been experimenting with it. But this this coming one in October is at uh seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay, and it's cool. gonna be really fun. We have a good, a good lineup, so you guys should all, all come through.
0: Heck yeah! Awesome thank you all again so much. I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited to have you all with me. Um, Please remember to rate, like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends about awkward sex. Um, There may be some merch coming. I don't know. I'm in talks with some people. I'm kind of excited. It could be a bust. Who knows? But when things are bust, I think I've learned now, being 34, um, almost in my official mid-30, that busts kind of aren't, as bad as we think they are, they're actually making room. I, I, there's so many fucking Instagram memes, right? And TikTok memes that are like, it's actually just making room for something better. And I don't think it's making room for something better. I think it's giving you room to pause. And then you get to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Was this serving me how I was doing it? How was I in my own way? X, Y, and Z. Does this work? X, Y, and Z. Like, I think it just gives us room to pause. And in the. In this world that we live in, where it's constant content, constant memes, constant um, fucking, what is it, hustle culture, which I really hate, even though the next couple of months are actually going to kind of suck for me with the amount of um, work I have to do for the tour shows, but it's part of it. Um, We don't get that chance anymore to really pause, so I think that's great. And take my five-month hiatus as maybe a sign of like, hey, is there anything you need to pause and look at? in your life it is a new year if you're doing new year new me you know me i'm very anti-diet since i did a whole 30 about three years ago never fucking again just put doritos in between my ham and cheese melt during my lunch and it was amazing and i've never felt better about my body so it's this is just me rambling because i'm just so excited to have you guys back um see you in two weeks okay love you all bye